All right. All right. Ready. All right. Counting down three, two. One. Hello, Tiger Nation, and welcome to another edition of Tiger Stripes. Live the Chatterbox here, the radio voice with you. And today, my guest is none other than the pride of Alabama, one of my top ten capitals of all time, proud member of the Proud Bunch, and the head coach, former Texas Southern Swag Hall of Fame head coach Robert Moreland, Anthony Junkman Jones. Anthony, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Chatter, and thank you for the illustrious introduction. Anthony, let's get right to it. Uh, coming out of high school uh, in Alabama, what, who were some of the schools that were trying to convince you to come to their university? So um, several of the schools in the area. I wound up finishing my senior year at Auburn High School, um, so they were recruiting me heavily. So. Auburn University, Tuskegee University, uh, University of Texas at Arlington, Sanford University in Birmingham, um, and I got a few calls from Alabama, no real interest, but uh, those are some of my top schools that I were considering. So at the time, how did Texas Southern come into play? So it's funny that you're asking that question. My parents both went to Tuskegee University. Um, which is probably one of the premier HBCUs in the country. And so as a small child, I really had an opportunity to experience that HBCU lifestyle from going to the football games, to the homecomings, uh, to the events on campus. And so that was something that I really, really, really enjoyed, seeing all of those fabulous black people, well-articulate, uh, well-dressed, having a good time was something I always um, was burned into my memory. And so um, when I came out to Texas Southern University on my recruiting trip, it really evoked those images of me being a child on the campus of Tuskegee University. It felt, felt like home chatter. Um, and so after careful consideration, um, I chose Texas Southern. Additionally, Texas Southern is in a big city, um, and coming from a small city, I was really looking forward to all of the different experiences that a city like Houston has to offer culture experiences like museums and plays and theater, and so those things that we really didn't have an opportunity to experience in Alabama. So uh, TSU was my choice. So when you decided to go to Texas Southern, how did your parents feel about that? So they were a little torn, um, I think, going so far away from home. But um, I've always been an independent child, and they knew that um, the decision I was going to make was going to be kind of up to me. And so um, like most good parents do, you know, you support your kids. And so after I told them that's what they, where I was going, um, they were on board. So let me ask you this. Who were some of the – what were the – 
who actually recruited you to come to Texas Southern? Okay, so uh, Coach Lacey Reynolds. Uh, and, and I love, and we're still very close to this day, um, came to my house. And, Chad, I got a quick story for you. Let me tell you. And he'll tell you this story if you see him also. He came to my house in a driving rainstorm. And when he came in, he was soaking wet. And so came in, and he was talking like Coach does. And so he presented this letter and said, this is where I need you to sign. And at the time, I was not ready to sign. I was still kind of considering school. And so Coach got mad <laughs> and was like, hey, man, I came all the way down here in the storm, and you're not ready to sign. And so he wound up going back to Houston without a, a signature. And um, and a couple of days later, I called and I said, hey, Coach, I'm ready to sign. And so um, after having to go through all that, he finally got his first, and we still joke about that story to this day. And I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention um, Raymond and Anna Holmes, uh, who were big Texas Southern boosters and fans and TSU alumni, were like my surrogate family when I got here. And so they really, really made sure that I had a place to, you know, come eat on Sundays. And so uh, those were the individuals that were instrumental in me coming to Texas Southern University. So you had Lacey Reynolds come all the way out to your house in the pouring rain, and you told him, you weren't ready to sign. I mean, what was holding you back? Well, um, as a 17-year-old kid, out of you, it's, you got all of these schools telling you what they can do for you and all these coaches calling, and it's really a lot to decipher and sift through, uh, to be very honest with you. Nowadays, I think kids have an advantage because they have people working on their behalf in the seventh and eighth grade, but it really was me trying to make a decision about where I kind of wanted to go. Of course, my parents supported me, but they were not behind any directions about, hey, do this, do that. And so I think when Coach came, um, I think I still had a visit or two left, actually. And so I wasn't sold on Texas Southern University. But, uh, you know, in the end, um, I think after having uh, seeing Coach come through that and, and be frustrated, I knew I had to kind of reward him with the signing. And so, like I said, he wound up getting this man. Sometimes it's not easy to get the guy you want, but eventually it pays off. Talk about your initial visit to Texas Southern. What was it like when you first stepped on the campus for your visit at TSU? I will. It was the TSU Relays chat. I'm sure you know something about that. Of course. And uh, the early 90s, man, and Houston was just a hub for excitement. Texas Southern's campus was just popping with energy. We had an opportunity to go to the relay, to see the Flying Tigers race. Um, had a couple of good escorts, Keith Armwood, Ray Younger. Uh, these guys really, really, really knew people in the city of Houston and knew kind of where to take us. Uh, and so it was just awesome. Uh, at this time, TSU's H&PE arena was relatively new too. So it was a state-of-the-art facility. Everything was just in place, Chatham, uh, in Houston. And so um, an awesome recruiting trip, one of the best that I've had, and uh, amazing. It really, really was. I would say definitely hands down better than the other recruiting trips, and it was definitely an a instrumental piece of me signing at Texas Southern University. All right. Anthony Junkman Jones has signed on the dotted line. You're officially a Texas Southern Tiger. 
Right. Now you enroll at TSU in the fall. What was it like your first, for your first time being on campus at Texas Southern as an actual student? Walk us through that. Experience. Oh, really? We got here, we got here early, Saturday. It must have been middle August, and school was still closed. And um, it, was my, it was myself and Kevin Adams, um, the juice. And we had actually had an opportunity to meet in high school. Uh, we were two standouts from the state of Alabama and Mississippi, so we both played in this camp um, in Kitchen, Jordan. So I had a relationship with him, and so it was just us there together. And so when we got there, we were going through the process of picking out our furniture and 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 figuring out where we were going to stay. And I knew at that time, I said, well, I'm going to have a difficult time living with this guy. He's really, really spoiled. But having said that, we wind up kind of, you know, um, becoming very, very close and um, we practiced that summer, tried to get ready, and the school hit, and everybody came in, and it was just awesome to be uh, on the campus of Texas Southern University as a student athlete um, and as just a, a future Houstonian. And so uh, that's where it all begins. You guys had some great times, made some great memories. Let me ask you this. What was one of the toughest places in your mind as far as the SWAC is concerned on the road, what was one of the toughest places you felt that was difficult for you to play in? Oh, that's a tough, tough question, Chatter. But there are definitely a couple of schools that come to mind. The first one was Mississippi Valley. Okay. And I tell you, man, we go down there, and you know how Valley is situated. Like, it's off in the woods. But it seemed like everybody in that city was in that gym. And this is when they had the legend of Alfonso Ford. And when I tell you, Chatter, we went into that gym, and he starts shooting that ball from half court, from the timeline, and that gym was going crazy. The fans were running around the gym, jumping up and down, and every time he shot one, you knew it was going in. And so I would never forget that experience, um, being in a gymnasium, where it's a raucous crowd and a player is so electric and that every time they knew that he got that ball and shot it, it was going in. And so um, the second place I would probably say was uh, Jackson State University. Talk about those Mississippi schools, man. When you go down to those schools, you got to tie up your shoes and be ready for a battle. Um, those guys always played us tough. Um, they always had a big front line with athletic players. And so those are two of the places that if you went out of there and came out with a win, you were doing good, Chatter. Once again on the line with Anthony Junkman Jones, former Texas Southern Proud Bunch member. When you talk about you as a person, as far as dealing with Texas Southern basketball, at what point did you really get comfortable with your game and knowing you could trust your player, trust your teammates around you to do some great things? Well, I, I played a uh, pretty considerable amount my freshman year, and uh, we actually kind of won the SWAC our freshman year. And so down the stretch, I was logging big minutes. Um, and so I think that was the first time that I really knew that I could kind of compete um, in this league. Um, and so when I came back my sophomore year, um, I was kind of really, really determined to kind of carve out a mark as a starter on the team um, and begin starting my sophomore year. And so at that point, uh, with the team around us, 
and the guys that I knew were uh, coming up, like Kevin Granger was a freshman my sophomore year. We had Kevin Adams, Deion Dotson. I say with this team and these guys that we have, we could be special. And so um, watching those guys and their work ethic really kind of uh, pushed me to work harder. And so I would say by the end of my sophomore year, junior year, um, I was ready to go chatter. And I was a fixture in, in, on that starting lineup at Texas Southern University. What, what was it like playing with Kevin Granger? What was it like playing with Tien? Talk about that experience. <laughs> we say Tien hauls the ball all the time. Man. We kid him a lot. Kevin came in as a freshman. Now, let me tell you about this guy. He averaged a triple-double in high school. So it's like, who is this guy coming from a small town, school in Mississippi? He must have not really played against any good competition as a triple-double. But as soon as Kevin stepped on campus, we realized that he was legitimate. And so uh, the good thing about playing about 10 was that he was a point guard, point guard. So uh, he took his shots, but he knew how to get you the ball in the right positions for you to be successful. Um, I knew that if that double came toward Kevin, he was going to kick it to me, and all I had to do was just set up in the corner chatter. And so he was going to put it to me while I wanted to catch it. And so he made the game real easy for you. Um, and, and you've been around basketball chatter for many, many years. And so that's what good point guards do. They make the game very easy for you. All you got to do is get to the right spots, and they'll get you the ball. Now, when you get it, you got to do something with it, of course. Well, they won't give it back to you. But Kevin knew that when I got the ball, I was going to either uh, make something positive happen uh, or make a two or three. And so he was very generous dishing the ball, even though, like I said, he took the majority of his shots, I think, um, during that time. But um, great point guard to be around, man, and uh, legendary status for sure. What was it like playing for the man? Coach Robert Bob Moreland. What was it like for him, and how much of an impact did he have on your life then to lead you to the man you are now? So as, as I've gotten to be uh, older or grown, man, I really, really uh, understand now what Coach was trying to do with us. And, Chad, when you're 17, 18, you, you really have no idea. Because uh, it was bigger than basketball for Coach. And I remember this saying, and I even say it to my daughter um, when she has bad days. And Bob used to say, well, and I'm going to use his voice. Well, Anthony, the sun's going to come up again tomorrow. And I'm like, well, what does Coach mean? Why does he keep saying that? And so what he was trying to say was whether the day was a good day, you had a bad game, that tomorrow's a new day, child, and you get another shot at it. And so Coach really, really taught a lot of life lessons. Uh, for me and was definitely key to my maturation as a man. As far as basketball is kind of concerned, one of the things I think that he felt comfortable with us um, as we got to be uh, what we considered to be good basketball players is he let us do our thing. Coach would maybe call a set, uh, but we were able to work freely from that set. And so there were not a lot of plays being called every time around the court. He just let us play ball. And so I really appreciate Coach allowing us to do that with a point guard like Kevin Granger, shooting guard like Kevin Adams and Theon Dawson. And so he was allowing us to just do our thing. And so uh, very insightful coach. And I would say Coach who was way ahead of his time at that point. If you had to do it all over again, would you change anything? I maybe would change that result in that Arkansas game. But other than that, Chatter, I've learned how to kind of 
accept life for how it is, to relish and cherish your experiences. And um, one thing about adversity, man, is it really makes you a better person and uh, makes you able to kind of deal with adversity, as we all will, um, in this thing we call life, Shadow. Well, Anthony Jones, thank you so much for taking time out with us and displaying your tiger stripes. Thank you for all you've done for Texas Southern, and thank you for displaying your tiger stripes. Thank you, Chatter, and go Tigers.